Jonesy and Amanda in the morning. 101.7 WSFM. I've been reading about a UK nurse who's released a book called Handled, Handle with Care, Confessions of an NHS Health Visitor. And she spoke about how she was once visited by a couple who'd been married for years and were confused as to why they hadn't had a baby yet. So she went through with them, well, what's been happening, blah, blah, blah. The official diagnosis was that they didn't know how babies were made. They, This is a quote from the book. They genuinely thought babies arrived simply as a result of being married. Really? They'd never had relations. At all? No. They'd been married for years and wondered why they but weren't getting pregnant. But doesn't it sort of just come naturally? Well, we always assume so. Well, according to Blue Lagoon, that's what happened. Wow. You know, the two little kids on the island, they grow up together and all of a sudden next minute. Wearing a lap, lap and yeah. neck yeah, minute. It's going to happen. Well... She was able to get them on the right track soon enough. Here's some brochures. And she said teaching someone about sex is quite a responsibility, but within a couple of visits they couldn't keep their hands off each other. Yeah, yeah. Unleash the beast. Interesting, isn't it? Interesting. Because you assume everybody knows. and But you, when you think back, and we've done this before, I love it when we talk mm. about our bumbling attempts at learning about it. Yeah. Not, no, I don't mean the act itself, but sex education. But I know. And it's become so inclusive now. Well, it's become, you know, these days you hope, though, that schools and parents do the right thing because you don't want your child to learn from the internet. You no. Don't, you don't want that. That's the worst place. That's right. But when we were younger, we'd see a couple of films at school and we'd I'd come <laughs> That's away. That's the face you'd make. I remember seeing a film about menstruation and it was the film in the projector was menstruation. <laughs> it sounds like they're, everyone's underwater. The film was so old. Yeah. And I, after that, I still didn't know what it meant. You walked out there and said, at least that's not going to happen to me. Oh, I, I, I had no idea what any of it was. But flash forward to modern times, I remember my daughter's sex education class. So all the parents had to hold up signs of reproductive audi- uh, organs. And my wife's holding up a giant cardboard sign that says scrotum. Yeah. She takes it to the airport when she's picking you up. <laughs> Mr. Scrotum to you. <laughs> and I'll miss you at the bag area. <laughs> I've missed you too, honey. <laughs> So this is what we're dealing with now. Well, let's let's do this. Let's do it. Tales of sex education. And the sort of cause we're yeah. looking for is anything that's embarrassing, stupid, stuff you thought was you got wrong, all of that kind the of stuff. We love it. Tribal Drum will beat for this Tales of Sex Education. Beck is with us. Hello, Beck. Hello, how are you going? Very good. How did it happen for you, or have you been the teacher? <laughs> no. Um, one of my kids, when she came home and she was about seven in year two, and I said, you know, how was school today? And she said, good, we learnt about stuff today, Mummy. And I said, oh, yeah, what kind of stuff? She said, body stuff. And I said, oh, all right. She goes, Mummy, I think my vagina's broken. And I'm like, okay, what happened? Why? Why do you think that? She said, because it doesn't have a penis in it. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? And she said, well, like, I don't have one of those. And I'm like, no, no, baby, like, you're a girl. You, 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 have, a, you have a vagina and boys have, boys have different things to you. And and it just she didn't she didn't believe me. She's sort of like, no, no, mum, like this there's supposed to be another bit. And I'm like, okay, well, there's not. Yeah, so, and I'm it glad- won't be for one for some time either. Yeah, it's right. And I'm glad she was open enough to be able to say that to you because a poor little thing going yeah. through the angst of I'm missing something. <laughs> yeah, she's 15 now. I'm glad she hasn't come home and said that to me now. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Karen's joined us. Hello, Karen. How are you? Hi, good things. So how did you um, find out? Were you the teacher or the, the inductee? No, no, I was a parent. No, I was a parent. Um, it was a sex education night and my uh, daughter and I had to go up with my girlfriend and her daughter 
and we had the bright idea of having a few drinks before we went up, just me and my girlfriend. And as the night went on, we started laughing and giggling at some of the stuff that was going on, and we eventually got kicked out by the teachers. <laughs> oh, that's dreadful. Um, and my daughter still won't talk about that night to this day. She was so embarrassed. Oh. Okay, you two out of the class. Oh, if you can't take this seriously, you can't grow up, you two can leave. Karen, Karen Excellent. Karen. Jody's with us. Hello, Jody. Hi, how are you? Great. Tales of sex education. What have you got? Okay, my dad was a plumber at our school and we had sex education in um, primary, year five and six, and we had a special night and he came out when they were talking about the menstruation and periods, etc., and said... Don't flush the tampons or the pads down the toilet because I'm the one that's got a bloody fish mouth. Oh, <laughs> how did you feel? Uh, to this day, um, it was funny, obviously, now, but it was very embarrassing. Um, and I quickly learned not to do that. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, well, yes. Yes. But, Dad, come on. Dad, please. Imagine that. Did he have his bib and brace overalls on as well as he delivered that? Oh. He had the plunger ready. <laughs> <laughs> he had the plunger. Walked in with the plunger. Right, you lot. Kim's uh, in Plumpton. Hello, Kim. Hi, how are you this morning? Very well. Were you the teacher? No, I have three sons, so sex education's been a real fun, interesting thing with them. Um, the middle son came home from school and he had a habit of announcing things over the dinner table that would cause you to choke on your food. Mm. So we're talking about how did school go that day, and he's, he's announced, of all of six years of age, he's announced, Mrs. Scott's told us that boys have penises and girls have bulbos. <laughs> a very safe car. There was a no very safe car. Him, there was no convincing him that um, it was something else. He thought it was Mrs. Scott said it, so it must be right. So fast forward a few years, and the same child has actually started to grow pubic hair. So he's called me in the from in the bathroom. He's called me and said, "Mom, mom," and I said, "What's the matter?" He said, "My thing is growing hair on it." And his younger brother strolled up, all cool and calm and casual, and he said, "Oh, that's okay." He said, "That's just what they call public hair." <laughs> <laughs> you have to laugh. The old school, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kim. Uh, Christine's in Matraville. Hello, Christine. Hello. Tales of sex education. What have you got? I um, took my grandchildren in age four, six and seven to a medical centre to get a flu shot and the receptionist, just to make them feel a little better, gave them a comic book called Condo Man and um, didn't think anything of it. Um, So the kids got home and then I had to explain to them, um, once they read what a condom was, it was an adult's book. Um, it was actually Condom Man with the pictures and how to use a condom. And they'd been colouring it in? They had been reading it and asked what a condom was. My ex-husband worked at the medical centre and had to go in and tell the receptionist, I hope you didn't give too many out to the kids yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's an adult cartoon <sighs> book about condoms. Yeah. Wow. I've seen those before. They hand them out in prisons and stuff. Do they? Yeah. Good colouring in? Yeah, they're just, they're, they're, they're really good. I love prison literature. It's great. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Christine. Hopefully everyone gets there eventually. It's tw- <laughs> Not to prison. Join Z and Amanda in the morning. 101.7 <laughs> WSFM. <laughs>